Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in to our broadcast this evening. For those of you jumping over from Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero, thank you so much for continuing to listen to Ground Zero Radio and tuning into the secret teachings. You may have just heard me on Ground Zero, so thank you for listening to that as well. Tonight, 
on the secret teachings monday august 22nd 2022 i have a music industry show prepared for you for those of you who have listened to our past shows this will be some new content for those of you who have never listened to our music industry shows this will be completely new for you and i hope that you stick around and listen and maybe go do some research for yourself this is a thought experiment tonight on the secret teachings we're going to try to figure out and try to understand what exactly the music industry is producing and why they use the same imagery regardless of the genre of music in virtually every single album cover virtually every single song every single music video etc before we can get there though if you'd like to listen to the secret teachings off air you can find us on many radio and podcast players for example apple podcasts there are links to all of the players on our website or whatever you use just type in the secret teachings you'll get the show with monetized algorithmically placed advertisements that's how we make a little bit of income to stay on air that's the only thing other than you subscribing or buying one of my books on the website that keeps us on air so if you want to get rid of those advertisements you can subscribe to the show archive www.thesecretteachings.info you'll also get access to the montages my digital books so for those of you who have subscribed already the book liberty shrugged my new book is in the subscriber book archive so you can download it you can read it as part of your subscription and if you'd like to support the show in other ways you can always grab a copy of one of my books again my new book liberty shrugged it is out there's a page for it and all the other books on the website www.thesecretteachings.info also social media tst underscore underscore radio and facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings so i had a really long weekend i got a lot of stuff done and when i was sitting down friday night as i usually do to watch a movie usually watch a couple episodes of a tv show watch a movie i've been going to bed early and i've actually been sleeping a lot more than i I usually have in the past which has been very nice and uh, i was sitting down to watch a movie and uh, flipping through some of the available options i've got dvds and a couple streaming services and i was looking through uh, some of these movies and i found one to watch and uh, after the movie was over uh, my my fiance and i we were about to go to bed and uh, she's half asleep and i said hold on a second i need to i need to go check my my show promo um for this evening for friday night i just wanted to see what the promo if, if it had posted correctly and if anybody had commented on it or liked it or asked a question uh, on facebook so i went and looked at it and for some reason i got this advertisement i have no idea why but i got this advertisement this link pops up on my my twitter page and it says check out the new uh something to this effect check out the new uh song by black pink now i've never heard of a, a band called black pink they're a south korean girl group formed by yg entertainment and i've never heard of the singers i've never heard of the group but i saw it pop up both as a hashtag as trending and as an advertisement on twitter and i thought okay it's friday night a little bit tired but i'll bite i clicked on it and it took me to youtube and it showed me the video and i said okay i have to play this before i go to sleep 
So when I clicked on the video, it says number one trending for music. Now, apparently the song came out on Thursday, sometime Thursday. So it had been out for 24 hours, roughly, by the time I, I got to it on YouTube. And the name of the song is called Pink Venom. Pink Venom, two words, Pink Venom. The band is called Black Pink, one word, capital letters. So the song comes out August 18th, just last week. And when I looked at it, it had 68 million views. Now that's a lot of hits. That's a lot of clicks, a lot of views, a lot of watches. And I said, okay, I'll watch this. And I, I watched a few minutes of it. And immediately I was consciously mesmerized by the imagery. Not the content of the song, not what the singers were saying, but by the imagery, which, as most of you know, directly affects the subconscious as much, if not more so, than the conscious wording and terminology that we use to communicate. Because although words are, of course, comprised of symbols uh, that we call letters and in numbers in our language, these things are symbols. They have their own vibration. They have their own meaning. Uh, but they are also no different than the classical religious symbols that we look at, and they have all this meaning. Uh, you know, the letter A or the letter, you know, F, uh, the number six, the number 10. I mean, the different numbers have different meanings to different cultures, etc. So when you see symbols that resonate, and especially because this is my career, this is what I do for a living, I look at things like this. And they mesmerize me. I can't imagine what they do to people that don't even have a background in symbology or theology or, uh, I mean, it, you, you name, name a whole list of things. Uh, I, I can't imagine the kind of mesmerizing that takes place, especially for young, young people that listen and watch this kind of music in the music videos. I'm going to tell you about the imagery and uh, we're not going to just break down a single song tonight for the entire show. But I watched this video and I watched it on my phone at the time because I was posting the promos, looking at the promos for the secret teachings Friday night. And I thought, OK, I have to watch this on the on a bigger screen, on the big screen. So I got my computer uh, on the Internet and I looked up the song and w w within the amount of time that it took me to watch it on my phone, it's about a three-minute video. In fact, I think it's three minutes and 13 seconds, which resonates symbolically, numerologically with some people. That's an important number, uh, three and 13. Three is, of course, the Trinity. 13 is regeneration, rebirth. So the time it took me to go from my phone to my computer, I get on the computer and the song has seven million more views. It went from 68 to 75, roughly, in less than 10 minutes. And I'm sitting there thinking, there's no way. This isn't like a Super Bowl halftime show. This isn't, you know, the, 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 the last scene of some popular TV show that just aired and people have been waiting, you know, years to get this conclusion. It, it's, it's an obscure band that, of everybody I've spoken to, Nobody's even heard of this band, an obscure South Korean girl group that honestly, until I until I looked it up, I 
I thought it was a single video. I didn't even see that they had a few other videos going back years. And, and I looked through some of their other videos. They have a video called Kill This Love. They have um, a video called, uh, I think it's called Do, 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 Do. Uh, there's another one called Boombaya. But none of these songs have the same kind of imagery. They're all what you would probably expect if you, if you do expect something from a, from a K-pop group. This Blackpink Pink Venom song is completely different. Now I'm looking at it right now. Again, Monday, August 22nd. And this song has 150 million views. Now just to compare it, I'm on YouTube and I typed in just thinking of a wildly popular song and I typed in um, Dr. Dre uh, the song Forget About Dre with Eminem and I found the uh, the official Dr. Dre page and Eminem, Dr. Dre, Forget About Dre you know Mother, Forget About Dre, that song uh, that song has 188 million views 188 million views. I used to listen to that song. I know that song very well. One of the most famous Dr. Dre Eminem songs. 188 million views. This song from Blackpink called Pink Venom has almost that many views in 24, 48, 72, little, a little bit more than, I mean, I guess depending on when, you're, when this uh, counter uh, updates on YouTube, Somewhere around 90-something hours. But this is an obscure band. And this is a completely different song and, and, and visual than what they usually do. And it's all over the internet. It's all over social media. And I see things on social media that, you know, Twitter and Facebook and, oh, this is a good song. Yeah, let, let listen to this song and people sharing it. I've never even heard of the band. How do they have 150 million views? I mean, they had 60, 70 million views overnight. They got 7 million views from the time I watched it on my phone to my computer. What is this? Now, this is the kind of thing I've talked about before. If you watch a popular TV show, like, for example, when Stranger Things first came out, I did not watch it. I didn't want to watch it. It became way too popular way too fast, and everybody told me, you got to watch it. And I said, I don't want to watch it. Anything that is that popular, that fast, I'm not interested in it. Especially when you have a song like this from a band that is obscure, that most people, at least people I know, have never even heard of this band, even people that like music and, and, and scour the internet for, for these kinds of things. Uh, it's an obscure band, and yet they can get hundreds of millions of views on a song that, by the way, when we play it, has like no meaning to it. I mean, they'll say it has a mundane meaning. You'll hear some of the lyrics, but it doesn't have any meaning. There's no substance to it. There's no, there's no like purpose behind it. It's just more music industry, pop culture garbage. It's more music industry, pop culture trash. Now, that doesn't mean that the singers aren't talented. That doesn't mean that the singers don't have 
uh, vocal talent. It doesn't mean that they're not good dancers. It doesn't mean that the people that put this video together aren't talented on a computer or the art directors. I went to film school. I know how difficult it is to do these things. We, we shot music videos in film school. I did a lot of uh, uh, music videos for, for rappers and hip-hop artists when I lived in Orlando. I know how hard that stuff is. I'm not saying the people necessarily. What I'm saying is it's a soulless song. It, there's, no, there's nothing important or significant, but your algorithm tells you that it's important and significant. Your algorithm tells you you need to watch this. And even myself, who does this for a living, I do this for a living. I look this kind of thing up. We do music industry shows on occasion. And I can tell you that when I looked this up, I was put into a trance by it. And it was really hard for me to look away from it for a couple of reasons. One, I was fascinated with the symbols. I was wondering, is anybody else seeing this? And two, why are they using the same, the same symbols, not one or two symbols? Everything that we talk about on this broadcast, I mean, you can essentially find all of it in this music video. I mean, literally, virtual reality headsets, walking on a broken mirror, something Lady Gaga does on occasion, uh, the black poison apple, like Snow White, the tree of death, the white-black imagery of switching from a heavenly, almost like Mount Olympus sort of scene with the pillars and the clouds and all that to immediately switching like a light switch to an image of hell, uh, a cavernous, uh, fiery pit. Uh, butterflies, which we know are the spirit or the soul traditionally, but a frozen butterfly is, you know, suspended uh, animation. It is the suspension of consciousness, of spirit, of the soul, of awareness. There's also a relationship to the idea that, you know, the, the axiom of when, when hell freezes over because this butterfly is frozen uh, near an image of, of hell. Also, this I found fascinating. In the video, my good friend Black Goo is in the video, which is, it's, it's in like everything now. It was in the new Dune movie. In fact, I just got finished reading the original Dune. I've never read it before. Nowhere in the original Dune was there black goo. But in the movie, there's black goo. I watched that movie, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which, in my opinion, was one of the best movies I've seen in a very, very long time. I'd highly recommend it. But there's, I think there's two, at least two different scenes where there's a montage of, of, uh, of, of clips because it's, it's representing um, the multidimensionality of, of uh, multidimensionalness of reality and how you can, and tapping into this, you can essentially be anything. You can be everywhere, every you know, everywhere all at once. Um, you can be everything, everywhere all at once. And there's images of um, black goo pouring out of this woman's eyes. Black goo is everywhere. It's in this pink venom song. Some of you might have already had some interesting thoughts about the name of the song, too, but we'll, we'll get to that. But perhaps the most interesting thing I saw was an image of one of the singers. There's four singers, uh, Jisco, Jenny, Rose, and Lisa, uh, South Korean girls. And um, there's one scene, I don't know which singer is which singer, but one of them is sitting in front of a giant moon, and she's... She's, I don't know the, the lyrics off the top of my head until we play it here, but she's sitting in front of the moon and I couldn't help but think, okay, okay, hold on a second. We just did two shows last week uh, on the death of Anne Hesch, 
We did a show Wednesday that was calling into question the conspiracy theories. I think that they're amateur conspiracy theories. I don't buy them. But we did another show on Friday that linked to Wednesday's show. Uh, the Wednesday show was called The Girl in Room 13. The Friday show was called Namoralia. And on the Namoralia show, we talked about what Namoralia is, the Festival of Torches. This is where in ancient Rome, people would go to uh, water, which is the, the body that is protected by Isis or by Diana, the goddess, um, Selene, the moon goddess, but Diana, Artemis, depending on the culture, you get different names for the, for the moon goddess, Jehovah, in some cases, a male deity. And so they go to the water and they light torches and they have candles and they would wash their hair ritually and then they would put flowers in it to change the, basically to change their look. They would put a bunch of flowers in it, something like midsummer. They'd have like a wreath of flowers, something that they put on their head, a crown of flowers. I like the May Queen. So they changed the color of their hair and they put these flowers in it in the presence of fire and water. And I thought that it was interesting. We have all these things on social media about the brakes in the car. Were those brakes in the video of her screeching through the neighborhood or was that distortion? And social media allows for those videos to circulate. It allows for those videos to, to, uh, to boil and to produce something which is usually a wild or a series of wild conspiracies that I consider to be, well, for all, for, I guess for, uh, for lack of a better word, they are amateur conspiracy theories. Uh, I find them very amateurish and I find them very lazy, honestly. Yet I've thought that they allow on the social media algorithms, Twitter, Facebook, etc., those conspiracies to circulate because it distracts from something much more important that there might be a conspiracy. There might be something more sinister, but we're not looking at that because we're looking at things that the algorithm wants us to see that divert our attention. And so the whole point of the show Friday Namoralia, which you can listen in the archive at the secret teachings.info Namoralia is a, is a Roman festival to the goddess Diana. And we know that, couple of things. We know that the anniversary of Lady Diana, Princess Diana's death, is coming up, 1997, August 31st. Now, August 31st is said to be the date which aligns with Hecate. Hecate is a deity usually identified as a, um, a, a priestess or a sorceress. Uh, she's a magician, and she sometimes associated with the, uh, the dark side of Diana. Uh, you know, Isis has this dark side in Egypt when she searches for her husband, Osiris, and she wears the black veils. Uh, Hecat or Hecate, some people pronounce it differently. Um, she stands at the crossroads, the doorway to other worlds, other dimensions, um, other places of existence, other, other realms. And, uh, it's said that her date is August 31st, which, of course, is, is in opposition to August 13th, the opposite, 3113, which is the date of Namorelia, traditionally, which is the celebration of Princess Diana or Lady Diana. Um, not the, the, the actual princess, but the, the goddess Diana. So taking uh, the 13th and transforming it into a longer festival was something that took place over many years. 
So now we have the 13th, 14th, and 15th of the Nemorelia Festival. Princess Diana, the, the earthly Princess Diana, was, was killed uh, August 31st, 1997. So it's an inversion of the 13th. And Hesh was declared brain dead on the 12th of August, had her organs harvested, and then had the life support pulled on the 14th, which is the Nemorelia celebration and sacrifice. And of course, she had the red wig. She had colored her hair with the red wig, we assume, by uh, she bought the wig to put it on for something, and uh, then she crashes her car and it burns and you know burns and burns and burns erupts in flames. So you get the flames, the coloring of the hair, and as some have pointed out, Anne Hesh Hesh could be pronounced Heck. So Heck Hecate Hecate Hecate, uh, different names for this uh, deity of the crossroads. So when you're looking at all of that, and then you look at this song that comes out on the 18th after the three-day Namorelia, for lack of a better term, I'll call it a, a, a death ritual to, uh, to Diana. You have the death of Anne Hesh, and then a few days later, this pink Venom video comes out, and there's a giant uh, moon in the video, and uh, a lady, a goddess-like uh, woman, one of the singers, standing, or maybe she might be sitting uh, in front of the moon. In fact, I'm trying to pull that up right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, there she is. So there's a woman and she's one of the singers sitting in front of the, the moon and she's actually doing the Osiris hand and arm gesture, the crook and the flail, where basically you're crossing your arms at your chest, either keeping your hands open so they touch your shoulders or you're keeping your, your fists um, tight and you, and you cross them over. And she says, it's tonight, I'm a flower with venom. Flower with venom. Uh, what would be a flower with venom? The rose would be a flower with venom. We know Diana, the earthly Diana, her symbol was the rose. And we also know that uh, the red rose was a powerful symbol all throughout history of initiation and into the mystery schools and the secret societies. And of course, a, a symbol of um, the feminine and a symbol of uh, a lot of different things that aren't as esoteric. It's, you know, just a symbol of like love, a symbol of sex. It's a symbol, of a lot of things, but that is the flower with venom. So what we're going to look at tonight is the venom. We're going to look at black pink. We're going to look at this song, pink venom, and we're going to look at the imagery in the song and why songs like this become so popular overnight when virtually nobody has heard of, of this band. How does it become so popular? How do they get they get more hits, more views in four days than the official Dr. Dre YouTube page gets for some of Dr. Dre and Eminem's most popular songs? How is that possible? It's a thought experiment tonight of the secret teachings. Pink Venom. I'm Ryan Gable. There's a lot more after this. Stay with us. listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey, this is John Peasy at johnpeasy.com and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teachings. It's The Secret Teachings, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, airing exclusively five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, 
then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. You are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. It is Monday, August 22nd, 2022. If you heard the show tonight with Clyde Lewis, I was a guest this evening to talk about the Anne Hesch story. You can listen and download that show if you subscribe to Aftermath. I'd highly recommend you do that to get access to Clyde's archive. And of course, if you want access to our archive, thesecretteachings.info is how you do it. You can listen to the show, though, for free on the many radio and podcast players. Please leave us a review on one of those players. Apple Podcasts would be a great place to leave us a review. We are building our audience there because we had to re-upload everything to Apple Podcasts. So please leave us a review. Let us know and others know what you think of the show. I'd really appreciate that. Tonight on The Secret Teachings, Pink Venom. At least that is the name of a song by a group that is pretty obscure. You've probably never heard of them. I've never heard of them called Black Pink. Black Pink is a group of four girls. It's a K-pop band from South Korea. And they were formed by a company called YG Entertainment. Now, this band has songs on YouTube that you can go listen to. They're generally what you would think probably of a K-pop band. Nothing 
significant, nothing important, nothing intriguing or fascinating or mesmerizing. But then they have a new song that comes out. And this new song trends all over social media instantly. Now, the song isn't revolutionary. It's not anything different than you could find in any other genre of music, any other kind of music video. But for some reason, the algorithms and the music industry wants us to listen and wants us to watch this song and this music video. I watched it on my phone Friday night. And by the time I got from my phone to my computer to watch it on a bigger screen so I could see the imagery, the song got 7 million more hits. Now, I don't know if they're actually people watching it or if it's bots or if it's all paid for because the more people that are clicking on it, the more people that are viewing it, of course, people are going to think, well, this song is very popular. I have to listen to it. That's how I feel. It's popular. I have to listen to it. I doubt there are going to be many more people that are going to talk about this. And if there are, I should jump on this and, and, and try, to, try to get in my analysis first of Pink Venom. What exactly is Pink Venom? Well, we're going to go through this song. I'm going to play parts of it for you tonight. I'd recommend you go watch the video yourself. It's three minutes and 13 seconds long, which, of course, actually, I just looked at my board. I said that at exactly 33 minutes <laughs> into the show. Ooh, weird synchronicities. The video is three minutes and 13 seconds. So, of course, three Trinity, 13 regeneration, rebirth. And that number is very much a, a component of the goddess, the mother goddess, and particularly of the goddess Diana, of her uh, archetype, of her character, of her image, because she is the patron of, uh, of, of children, of young women, of childbirth, of infants, toddlers, children, uh, girls and boys. Uh, and she is a protector of women in childbirth. So birth, rebirth, the number 13, regeneration, starting a new cycle, a new generation, etc. That's where you get the 13 and a positive light connected to Diana. So the video is three minutes and 13 seconds, but it's called Pink Venom. Now, when I read that the title of the song was Pink Venom, and then I watched the video and there is imagery of the moon goddess. There is imagery of the broken mirror, which is the personality, the frozen butterfly, the personality, the spirit, the soul, virtual reality headsets, the tree of death, the black apple, the Edenic apple. So those biblical undertones. And then, of course, there's images of black goo. Once again, black goo makes an appearance in this song, just like black goo makes an appearance in movies and TV shows that you would think, what, what, why is that black? Why is that just a pile of black goo? And then you realize, oh, it's a, it's a conscious substance. It's sentient. If you watch the movie uh, District 9, it's like a bioweapon, just like in the, in the Alien franchise, or it's called Purity in the X-Files. You can find it in music videos. You can find it all over uh, you know, the internet, all over um, uh, social media. People are talking about black goo now, but it's, it's a more recent thing that people have become interested in. And uh, I didn't even realize it, but apparently uh, my book, The Technological Elixir, which has a giant section on black goo, has become uh, kind of a, a popular thing in some countries. Uh, in Italy, funny enough, there's a lot of uh, radio shows in Italy that have talked about my book. I don't think I get any you know, credit for it in terms of uh, you know, uh, people aren't, I don't think, buying the book in, in large numbers, but 
uh, people there are talking about it because people are interested in black goo. And it's, it's in this song as well. But when I read the name of the song Pink Venom, okay, I thought of a couple of things. My, my mind is now brainwashed because of that um, Stu Peters video and the doctor that he had on the, on the, uh, the little documentary. And I said that I felt that that was um, hyperbole, uh, that it didn't make any sense. It doesn't register with reality that there's some kind of... <laughs> I don't even want to say it because I want to associate myself with people just passing by all the secret teachings. They believe this, but okay, I'll say it. The snake venom in the water. Remember that? What's in the water? I thought that was one of the worst conspiracy theories I think I've heard in a long time. Terrible. Doesn't stack up. Doesn't hold up to reality. uh, Doesn't make any sense even. I mean, even the sources that were cited in the documentary, it makes no sense. I've done, I I did a few shows on that. You go back into the archive and, and find it. Um, I think one of the shows was called Snake Venom or Snake Oil. So I thought of Venom, you know, and then I also thought of that Eminem song, Venom. But Pink Venom is an interesting title, considering the fact that a couple of things have happened in this, this past week. Uh, the Centers for Disease Control has changed their guidance for vaccinated and unvaccinated, mostly for unvaccinated uh, people that they don't need to do the things that they were recommending they do before. So basically, if you're unvaccinated, you are no different than someone who is vaccinated. That's a huge change. It's a big deal. Another thing that has um, that has happened uh, not so recently, but uh, within the last couple of months, is that that whole conspiracy theory around the venom. And when I heard pink venom, pink venom, I thought. You know what? I read something about pink venom, not pink slime, pink venom. So I went back to uh, to a Reuters article. I printed it out uh, months ago when it came out. Uh, but this article, this might have even been over a year old. I think they just they updated it though. Recently, this came out. This was a, a almost a year ago. Yes, yeah, a year ago. Excuse me, not a few months ago. A year ago. Uh, I guess in the grand scheme of things, uh, just a few months ago, but uh, about a year ago, uh, Reuters published an article called What We Know About Japan's Contaminated Moderna COVID-19 Vaccines. And if you read the article, or if you've read my book, The Technological Elixir, I'll tell you this, I'll read it directly from the article. On August 26, Japan said that as a precaution, it halted use of 1.63 million Moderna doses shipped to 863 vaccination centers nationwide. And it's, you scroll down here and it says, black substances were spotted in syringes and a vial with pink substances found in another syringe, the health ministry said. Listen to that again. Black substances were, fought, or were found, were spotted in both syringes and vials, and they found pink substances in syringes. So they found black and pink substances that were in the Moderna quote vaccines quote shots and Japan decided to halt the distribution and the injection of these shots because of what they found in them. Now the weird thing is Moderna actually commented on what was found in these shots 
and they said it's nothing to worry about. It's nothing, uh, nothing dangerous, nothing that's going to hurt you. I thought that was interesting because it's obviously not a normal thing to find these types of blatant contaminants in something that should be, for lack of a better word, pure or purity, something that should be pure, um, that should be, in essence, sterile to everything else. You shouldn't have contaminants floating around in the vials of the syringes. So that's alarming. It's more alarming, though, I think that Moderna basically said that, oh, it's no big deal, no harm, you should still use them. But the Japanese health authorities said, no, this, this could potentially be dangerous, we're not going to use these, and they suspended millions of, of doses. Now, we never got much of a follow-up on what happened after that, but again, the substances found in the vials, in the syringes, were black and pink which is actually the name of this band, this K-pop band from South Korea. They're called Blackpink. And the name of this song, unlike any of their other songs, completely different than their other songs, out of nowhere, 68 million views in a 24-hour period. They're up to 150 million as of today. I don't know when this ticker on YouTube updates, but 150 million views over, what was that, Thursday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and, and today. That's roughly four days. That's astounding. And we're supposed to watch it and listen to it because the industry tells us. Now, I looked this up, too, to, to make sure I had the, the right information. According to Japanese public broadcaster NHK, and as cited by sources from the Health Ministry of Japan, the NASDAQ reported on August 26th last year, 2021, quote, the particle reacted to magnets and was therefore suspected to be a metal. This is the black, and I'm assuming the pink, the black and pink substances found in those vials, the black pink. Moderna responded by calling the substance particulate matter and claimed it, quote, did not pose a safety or efficacy issue. Kind of sounds like something called magnetic separation, which you can read about in advanced materials. Uh, they call magnetoproteins uh, as well. You can read about all that in my book, The Technological Elixir. I have a section on all that. You can find it at thesecretteachings.info. So anyway... This is the song, Black Pink. And that's this the name of the song. Three minutes, 13 seconds long, Black Pink. Those are the substances. It's an older band, but these are the substances found in the Moderna vaccines in Japan. And Moderna even acknowledged, yes, there are black and pink substances there. It's just particulate, though. It doesn't cause you any harm. Japanese health authorities beg to differ, though. The song, Pink Venom, after you get past the length of the song and the name of the song, is... In fact, I think I said it out loud when I was watching it. I said, this is a master class in uh, mind control. This is a master class in uh, esoteric imagery. Now, I'm not going to play the whole song for you without commenting on it, but I'm going to play the song and kind of describe what we're seeing as we go through this, as we go through this song here. Remember, this is a band from South Korea. They don't have any other weird songs that I found. Um, they're relatively popular it's a k-pop they're relatively popular uh 
uh, in South Korea. And maybe there are some of you listening who know who they are. I'd actually like to know if you've heard of this band before, before tonight. Uh, email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. But out of nowhere, uh, 150 million hits. I would assume if I reload this page, it'll be more than 150 million just sitting here talking to you. It's probably going to be 155, 160 million by the end of tonight's broadcast. Uh, number one trending in the world. This is what the algorithm, this is what Twitter, this is what YouTube, this is what Facebook, this is what social media, this is what the music industry is telling us we need to listen to and watch. So let's go ahead and play it and analyze it. It opens up with an upside down triangular cage with this ritual chanting black pink. So let's go back to the beginning there. Hear the chanting. Black, pink, black, pink, black, pink, black, pink. Now, around this upside down triangular cage, it's a beautiful instrument that uh, one of these girls is playing. I, I love the sound of that. But around this cage, which has a, a slight opening in it, there are people that it actually, you know what it looks like? It looks like that image of Mark Zuckerberg where he's walking in the conference hall and everybody has the VR headsets on. That's what it looks like. So everybody around this black and pink cage, very ominous. Everyone around this black and pink cage is wearing these, these VR headsets. So it's very dark, looks like almost like a black robe. And then they have these headsets on and it has a red glow in the eye, which is, you know, whether it's, you know, the Knight Rider TV show or the Terminator or the Super Bowl a few years ago, the red eye, you know, how the supercomputer uh, space odyssey, I mean, all red eyes, it's significant because it represents artificial intelligence. So here is the intro one more time. We're going to do this a lot. I know it's pretty annoying, but this is also, you know, the way we analyze these videos. And, you know, if I play the whole song without commenting on it, then, you know, it could be a legal issue. So here is the song, and I would assume that, yes, there are people that make these kinds of things because they want people like myself to talk about them and it promotes them, but this song doesn't have over 150 million hits uh, in four days because people like me are talking about it. It's because the algorithm is driving it, and that's, that's a program. So here's the ritual chant. And then a vehicle smashes through a wall... Okay, so 16 seconds in, we have huge, huge symbols and imagery here. We have the chanting of Blackpink. We have the upside-down triangular cage that this woman is in. And then the very next scene, the wall breaks, which is usually, you see this in Ariana Grande videos, it's usually indicative of the splitting of personalities and the breaking through of the different segments of, of the mind. And then this woman in a red dress, once again, which what looks like she has, she has a, almost like a, let's see if I can zoom in on that. Looks like a red rose in her hair, which is very important to what we've been discussing tonight already. Uh, the red rose, uh, name Aurelia. And um, you can see if you go to 12 seconds in the song, the woman who's in the upside down pink triangular cage is in between these two giant fangs, venom, two giant fangs as the wall bursts open. 
And then here is this girl and uh, she holds up her hand and she has a, so there's a lot of really fancy, really expensive uh, clothing and clothing brands represented in this song, which we're going to get to in a little bit. And that's important because one of the brands is called, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll drop it for you now. One of the brands is called Celine. <laughs> you can't get much more clear on that. Oh, it's just a clothing brand. Sure, it's just a clothing brand that's promoted in a song where you have a moon goddess. Obviously, Celine is the moon goddess. Where you have a moon goddess, and that all happens to go viral at 150 million views in four days, almost as much as you know popular Dr. Dre songs on their on Dr. Dre's official YouTube page. Number one trending in the world just days after the just days after the the celebration of 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 the goddess Diana and the Namorelia and the death of Anne Hesh. Just all coincidental, I'm sure. So the the woman she holds this hand up to her face. She's got a mask on, which has been a thing in the music industry a lot longer than COVID nineteen. There's a singer called Poppy, and she actually had a whole. She had a whole promo for for weeks and months before she released an album around the time of the so-called pandemic beginning. And she said, the scary mask is coming. The scary mask is coming. The scary mask is coming. I mean, it's you talk about predictive programming. Jesus, it's it's very blatant. So she has the red on with the woman in the red dress, which is indicative of two things. It's the harlot or the hierodol in the old mystery schools. Hierodol was translated to harlot and it became a negative thing uh, because of the church. Um, it became the whore, whore of Babylon. But the red is also significant because it represents something else. It represents Lilith. It represents the night temptress, which is a like Hecate. She is the goddess or the sorceress at the crossroads, an inversion of, of the life-giving powers of Diana. And her date is August 31st, the date that Princess Diana was actually killed. And the red, therefore, signifies both uh, Hecate, Hecate, however you choose to pronounce it. I've heard it both ways. Uh, it, it represents the harlot, the whore, the hierodol. But it also has another tiny little significant piece to it, and that is the artificial intelligence. It represents AI, the red on the black. So she holds her, her, her hand up, and she has a ring on, and it creates a vesicopisis. Uh, some of you might remember the memorial to Princess Diana, the Vysicopisis with her and Dottie in between with the last separate cup with her lipstick on it, uh, and the, the glass pyramid, and then the, the two pillars, which you, you actually have that in this video at 12 seconds. You have the upside down triangle with the girl in the middle of it, sacred feminine, and then you have fangs that represent the two pillars on the side, and then that wall explodes open and this truck comes through and this woman starts singing and she's got the fancy clothing on. She's got what looks like a rose or a red flower in her hair. That's the goddess. It's all the same imagery. And it's that's 16 seconds of the song. <laughs> so let me let me let you listen to that again with all that in your mind and uh, you kind of get an idea, picture picture of what's happening here. Ritual chanting. Upside down triangle. Metallic like cage. People in black robes with VR masks and then fangs on the wall. Oh, and then here we go. 17 seconds <laughs> waving the cocoa. It's the, it's the it's the cuckoo bird. And it is literally a blue bird in a cage, literally a blue bird in a cage. The blue bird is a symbol of thought. We did a show on Twitter and Elon Musk, and we talked about the Tesla logo and we talked about the 
the Twitter bird and what the blue bird represents. I have a dictionary here. It's called a dictionary of symbols by, let me see the name, J.E. Surlot, J.E. Surlot. And in that book, you don't have to search for it. You go look up birds in the book, what the bird represents, and there is a blue bird, and the blue bird represents consciousness and thought. So when you put a blue bird in a cage, it means consciousness and thought are, they're caged, they're locked down, they're chained. So she walks in with a red dress, essentially mask on her face, rose or red colored flower of some type. It looks like a rose in her hair breaking down the wall, which is the conditioning and the programming, the splitting of the personality. And then the golden cage with the bird in it. And she waves it in front of her face hypnotically. And that is exactly the imagery that you see in Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift, where she's wealthy and famous and popular, but she's miserable because she's stuck in this golden cage. In fact, I watched the new Elvis uh, uh, movie, and uh, there's a scene in that movie where he talks about being lo- locked in the cage. Uh, you know, um, uh, The colonel had locked him in this cage and, and, and basically forced him to perform, and he, he didn't want to do what he was doing. It's the same thing that you see all throughout the music industry. So there's 16, 17 seconds, kicking the door, waving the cocoa, and she has, of course, the initial scene. If you pause it at 14 seconds, it's covering her left eye, which is, um, and then it covers the right eye. The left eye is the left-hand path. The right eye is the path of light. Uh, it's dark at first, but you get through the, the hardships, and then, and then you get to uh, what we call heaven. So it covers both eyes with the rose, and you just cannot, I mean, at 16 seconds, you cannot get more symbolic. A red dress, a red rose in the hair above the left eye, the right eye covered by the golden cage and the blue bird in the cage. Am I crazy or... Am I crazy? Okay, so that's the first singer. Um, I, I got to ask you what any of that uh, those lyrics mean. I, your guess is as good as me, mine. I have no idea what the what the. I thought honestly when I first heard this, I thought it was Korean. I could not understand what they were saying. I don't understand what, like, I, I, I had to put the subtitles on to even understand what you, eat your popcorn, don't think about cutting it. Is that a drug reference? I have no clue. I don't even really care about the lyrics initially. I went back to, to listen to it for the lyrics the second time. But wh- how has this got 150 million hits in four nights? You know, forget about Dre doesn't even have 100 and more than 180 million hits. And that's been on there for how many years? On YouTube, on Dr. Dre's official YouTube page, it doesn't make any sense. Who's watching this and thinking this is the best video I've ever seen? This should be trending worldwide. Listen to that again. It sounds like it's in another language. I can't. Even, I honestly cannot understand what the woman is saying unless I read the the, the subtitles. Okay, so then at twenty four seconds, we go to the. The other singer. Now, she puts her hand on a wall and splits the wall. She has um, a ring on her finger that looks like something uh, that the sleuths on Facebook will be able to to zoom in and, an- <laughs> and analyze. I don't know what it is. It kind of looks like that Billie Eilish ring that she was wearing, the goat ring. I, I can't see because it's so fast. But she has these black fingernails basically uh, cut to a point, And she opens this door. But the important symbol here is she's walking on a mirror. So the opening of the door, the breaking through of the door, 
the walking through of the doorway, the pathway that that that's the gateway of Hecate or Hecate, Hecate, I say Hecate, uh, demon, goddess, uh, sorceress of the crossroads. But when you walk on the mirror, the mirror is a guide, uh, a guide to the other world, Neo and the Matrix. And of course, uh, through the looking glass in Alice in Wonderland. So there she is walking. There's another singer walking on the mirror. And then the mirror scene transitions. And this is just, we're going to have to save this for the next segment. The doors open and she's singing inside of what looks like an old Egyptian temple. That's what the walls look like. They have hieroglyphics on them. Uh, Looks very Egyptian. In the center, there's a black tree. She's got red hair. Lilith, the black tree in the Garden of Eden, and she gives you the black apple. Everything collapses at the flick of my fingertip, she says. She is chaos. Maybe that's why these videos are so popular, because it speaks to the subconscious. It's not because you actually like it. It's because the people that make it know how to communicate to your spirit and your soul. This stuff is very, very dark, and we're going to talk about it when we come back from break. Black Pink, Pink Venom, the new song. This is The Secret Teachings, and there's more after this. Don't go anywhere. The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. This is David Icke from davidike.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. From Ground Zero to The Secret Teachings, keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player, or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. 
We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast. I am your host, Ryan Gable. It is Monday, August 22nd, 2022. Thank you so much for joining us. Special thanks to all of you who tuned in to my show with Clyde tonight about the Anne Hesch story. If you'd like to find our other shows, including our Anne Hesch shows that we did last week, two shows, actually. I usually don't do shows on things like that, but found some interesting things that I wanted to share with you. Friday night and Wednesday last week, you can find the shows in our archive on the website at thesecretteachings.info, or you can find them by searching the show, The Secret Teachings, on whatever radio or podcast player you use. And please leave us a review on those players if you have a moment to do so. I will be periodically checking those reviews and giving away books. So please leave us a review if you'd like to be entered into that contest to win a book. My new book, by the way, Liberty Shrugged, very big book. It is available at thesecretteachings.info. And you'll also be able to uh, get the digital copy when you buy the physical book. Uh, For anybody who's bought the physical book, I can send you the digital copy. Uh, It's on the website, and it is one of the major things that supports this show, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, you buy a book or you subscribe. I want to thank all of you who have subscribed and continue to support what we do. It allows me to do things like we're doing tonight. It allows us to analyze popular culture. It allows us to analyze things that, um, well, maybe it's if you go to social media and you start scrolling around uh, the social media feed, you'll start noticing, uh, you know, trends and things that the algorithm tells you that you'll like. And, you know, for everybody, it's, it's a little bit different, but sometimes whatever you go find is uh, it's something that everybody is supposed to like something that trends is a hashtag or it's something that trends is a meme or a video. And everybody's told, Hey, you should watch this. You should listen to this case in point is the song pink venom by a band called black pink. This band is from South Korea. They're a K-pop group. It's for singers that have made a lot of music in the past, a couple of years ago, they had music that wasn't dark. It was pretty light. It didn't really have anything significantly uh, uh, intriguing in it. But then they released a new song on Thursday last week, August 18th. I'm not sure of the exact time it posted, but sometime during the day last Thursday. Within 24 hours, the song obtained 65 plus million new views. I watched it Friday night on my phone because Twitter told me that's what I should watch. I don't even listen to music on my phone, and yet the algorithm told me, hey, you sh- you, you'll like this song. It's trending on Twitter, trend- trending on you know social media all over the place. Pink Venom is the name of the song. I watched it, 
And then I thought, I got to watch this on the big screen. There's a lot of stuff going on here. So I get on my computer. Less than 10 minutes later, roughly 10 minutes, this song has 7 million more hits. And by the time I got done watching the video, millions of more hits. Maybe it was just coincidental to the time I watched it when the YouTube ticker updated. But as of today, the song has 150 million plus views over a four-day period. And this is a relatively unknown band from South Korea. Number one trending for music in the world. And it was from the day it was released until right now, number one trending in the world. Now, at about a week or two, maybe three weeks, maybe it takes a month, but this song will no longer be the top song in the world, no longer be the number one trending song or music video. And we'll move on to something else. We'll forget about this song. And this show that we're doing tonight might seem or sound irrelevant. But I don't like to think like that. I think it's irrelevant regardless if this song is number one or number a thousand or we don't ever hear it again. Because what's in this song is precisely what is in virtually every mainstream produced movie, TV show, music, video, and song. The same imagery, the same type of lyrics, same archetypes, the same mythology, the same basic structure. Very esoteric, very occult. The video includes everything from VR headsets to broken mirrors to the tree of death to black goo to butterflies. The name of the song, on top of the length of the song, 3 minutes and 13 seconds, the name of the song is Pink Venom. Some of you might remember back in August of 2021, What we know about Japan's contaminated Moderna COVID-19 vaccines, the Japanese government found pink substances and black substances in vials and syringes. It's the Japanese health ministry. Moderna said, oh, those are just particulate matter. Totally safe. Moderna actually acknowledged there were contaminants in those syringes and vials of black and pink substances. The NASDAQ reported that the black and pink substances were magnetic. This is mainstream news. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw Pink Venom is the name of this song. As I watched it, I realized there's a lot more in this song than than I uh, probably could have uh, imagined if you'd have asked me, you know, just based on, you know, the the band, like, what what, what do you think this song's going to contain? I'd say just it's just K-pop. There's nothing really, you know, symbolic about it. This song is like a master class, though. The more, more times I've watched this, the more I've picked up, the more I've, 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 I've seen in the, uh, the video. So I'm going to play it for you. I'm going to jump back into playing some of this song. Recap as we go through the first, we got through the first 30 seconds of it in the, in the second segment tonight. We're going to get through at least, uh, at least half of it here in this segment, hopefully the whole thing in this segment. Here is the song. It starts out with a ritual chanting, black, pink, black, pink, black, pink. You see a upside down, metal barred cage with a woman inside playing an instrument and you see people sitting around the cage in black robes with what look like VR masks VR masks with a red glow to the eyes just like Howl or the Terminator tons of TV shows and movies depicting AI artificial intelligence with the black and the red eye usually like a slick black oily like look to it 
And then, of course, the red eyes, the red lines, the red lights. And then the woman in the cage in the triangle between two fangs, venom, two fangs, is imposed on a wall, superimposed on a wall, and then the wall breaks open. That's the splitting of personalities. That's the breaking down of barriers in the mind. And a woman in a red dress, which is AI, a woman in the red dress, which is the Hyredol, the harlot, and the whore, as translated by the church, used to be the old uh, 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 priestess in the mystery religions in Sumer and Greece and Rome and Egypt, uh, basically represents Isis. And the woman in the red dress also has other meanings as well, uh, both uh, robots and AI and the, uh, the whore of Babylon. The red, of course, is also a, a symbol of sexuality. So there's that which basically takes us to where this song takes us in the next scene, and that is a perverted Garden of Eden. One of the singers is singing in front of a blackened tree inside of an Egyptian-looking temple. The blackened tree is the tree of life, the tree of death. She has red hair. That is the image of Lilith, the night temptress, and she is the woman who steals babies from their mothers, she is basically as if Lady Diana, Princess Diana, the goddess Diana, mother goddess Diana, if she is the patron of maidens and, and, and childbirth, Hecate and Lilith are the patron of abortion, suffering, miscarriage, all the terrible things. She could not be subdued by the angels because she was very powerful. And she became known as the temptress because she would tempt men she became the succubus and she would also tempt little children and uh, sort of steal the souls of the children very dark uh, jewish uh, mystical story mythology but that's in this video too and she has the black apple and as she walks into the temple uh, with this uh, i'm not sure i can't really make out what it is uh, she has this uh, strange looking ring on her finger she opens the doorway into the temple and she's walking on a broken mirror which is like the broken wall uh, split personality, etc. So here is the song Pink Venom, and I'm going to talk over it for, for legal and also for uh, reasons uh, more so dealing with the fact that this is a radio show, and I want you to be able to kind of visualize what we're seeing here. So here's the upside down triangle, the woman inside, people around her in robes and VR headsets, and then that gets superimposed on a wall with fangs, and that wall breaks. Now, she says waving the cocoa, she's got a blue bird, which is thought and consciousness symbolically in any symbol dictionary in a golden cage. She has a rose in her hair and she's got the red dress on. Obviously, the blue bird in the cage, you might think Twitter, the blue bird in the cage is thought. It is consciousness, spirit. It is uh, art. It is expression caged. This is the same imagery you see in Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift. So she says, break, uh, break in the door, kick in the door, waving the, the, the cocoa or the cuckoo, the, the bird in the cage. And she has, looks like a, a rose in her hair, some kind of red-like rose flower. That's the rose of Diana. That is the rose of the goddess, uh, the rose of initiation like the uh, movie and the book, of course, the story of Beauty and the Beast. Beauty, Bell calms the beast. Harmony calms the beast. Uh, very uh, Pythagorean uh, Greek axiom. 
And then we transition at 23 seconds into the woman with the black fingernails, which are indicative of witchcraft. Uh, and the, the fungus and the crud beneath your fingernails, the crungus, which is that new internet uh, meme. That's what it means. The, the, the crungus, it gets beneath your fingernails, the, the, the soul-sucking, the spirit-sucking demon. And then this woman becomes Lilith, dancing and singing in front of the dark tree, the tree of death, the black apple. Walking on the broken mirror. And she says, everything collapses at the flick of my finger. Well, that would be absolute chaos. So some of this song is not in English and some of it is in English. Parts that are in English, I can't really understand any more than the parts that aren't in English. Just for the record. So here she's got the blackened apple. And then it transitions to another one of the singers. There's four of them in a black dress. It gets progressively darker. She says, it's tonight. I'm a flower with venom. What is a flower with venom? The rose. The rose with the thorns. So we're back to the rose again. And then she has her hand, if you're following along in the video, at 38 seconds, it's tonight I'm a flower with venom, and she has her hand dipped in black goo. A possessive, alien, some say AI, conscious, sentient, intelligent substance. She actually has a whole pool of black goo. In fact, she has a whole pool of black goo, and then you watch it, she covers her eye again. And then there's a black heart beating in her hand. It looks like a heart. A black heart beating in her hand, or a heart covered in black goo beating in her hand. After taking your soul, look what you made us do. That's literally the line. After taking your soul, look what you made us do. This is in their official video. After taking your soul, look what you made us do. Look what you made us do. That is the same thing in Taylor Swift's song. Look what you made me do. Look what you made us do. The fire will start, uh, the fire that'll uh, slowly put you to sleep. So beautiful. It's brutal. We're back to the woman in the upside down cage, which turns red instead of pink. And they switch in the imagery back and forth between the woman in the cage and the people with the VR red lit glasses headsets. And in the chorus of the song, okay, so let me ask you a question. You just listen to that again. Listen to this. I'm going to ask you the question as you, <laughs> as you listen to whatever this is. Does this sound like a song that should have 150 million views? The number one song in the world? Very progressive with the women shaking their butts. Very empowering. Okay, and then it gets more, more like, it's more hip-hoppy. And uh, this is where we get the reference to Celine. Totally different than the rest of the imagery. One of the singers dancing in the streets. I'm guessing it's South Korea because that's where the band is from. Uh, she kind of looks like a skateboarder. And she shouts out Celine. Masked up and I'm still in Celine. 
and I'm still in Celine. Now, Celine is a designer brand of clothing. Obviously, I understand that. But once again, with the imagery of the moon and the imagery of the red rose and the references to the rose of flower with venom, I'm thinking that Celine probably subconsciously is more than just a designer clothing brand because Celine is the moon goddess. And we had another woman masked up on the runway in the red dress with the red rose in her hair. And then there's the line masked up. And light a candle, too. So rest in peace. Please light up a candle. The Roman festival of name Aurelia we talked about Friday. They would light candles and torches, and then they would perform a ritual with roses or flowers in their hair to the goddess Diana, to the moon goddess. And then the music is going to change back to literally we go from a scene that says masked up. I'm still in Celine to one minute and 38, 39 seconds where one of the singers is literally with capital letters, literally a moon goddess sitting in front of a moon. And then she says, it's tonight. I'm a flower with venom. So let me paint the picture for you. You have one of the singers in a white dress, purity. She says, I'm a flower with venom, the red rose, which we saw in this other woman's hair. This is what people would put in their hair during the Diana Festival in Amoralia. They'd light candles and they would wash their hair ritually and put flowers in it. You see that in the video. This woman in the white dress is sitting in front of the moon saying, I'm a flower with venom right after the line of masked up, I'm still in Celine. It's a designer clothing brand. Oh, sure, it is a designer clothing brand. So is, uh, so is a bunch of other types of, of clothing brands that have double meanings. Uh, clothing brands that aren't necessarily designer, but how about the Osiris shoes? Remember the Osiris shoes? Those were really popular. Somebody just made that name up. There's nobody, you know, ever been named Osiris. There's no gods or mythological deities. You know, just like uh, Princess Diana's uh, perfume, Isis, just totally made up name. Never, There's never been a goddess named Isis that is a direct reference to the goddess Diana. Just all that's totally made up. So I'm a flower with venom. She's the rose in front of the moon. She's playing the character of the goddess. There is no other definition. There's no other, no other explanation for that image. And then she actually crosses her chest in the Osirian fashion. It's Isis's husband. We'll go back to the the end of this one segment. It's tonight I'm a flower with venom. Oh, and then and then she sprinkles, this is interesting. She sprinkles some kind of dust on a tree. And then she puts on a mask, which based on the context, I would assume to prevent her from breathing in the dust. You can't really make that out by listening to this little segment. Sprinkles the dust, puts a mask on. Not like a cloth mask, but like a respirator. Look what you made us do. And then we go right from the moon at one minute and 49 seconds, and we go right into the bowels of hell. 
This is a master class on the esoteric. So she has the mask on to breathe after she sprinkles the dust. Now, I don't know if I have to tell you about the dust, but UC Berkeley 2016, type in UC Berkeley Smart Dust 2016. Type in Ray Kurzweil and nanobots. Type in uh, nano microchips. Type in smart dust. Type in one or all of these things. You're going to start to find the articles. You'll find the references. Ray Kurzweil said this: these nanobots, this stuff will be spread everywhere in rocks and trees. It'll, these tiny intelligent creatures will be in everything. UC Berkeley developed smart dust. They want to use smart dust uh, for medicinal reasons. They're not really medicinal. They say they're medicinal, you know, like, like it's an herb or something. Uh, they want to use it to get into the body, to take control of cells at a cellular level. Um, this is the kind of technology, the nanotech that can literally realign cellular structures in the body. Um, I think they also refer to them as micro swimmers. This is all in my book, The Technological Elixir. You can get a copy at thesecretteachings.info. Um, I am pushing the book so you buy it, but if you want a reference to all of this, I have all the articles, I have all the, the scientific studies, as much research as I could do. It, it's in that book, www.thesecretteachings.info. So all those things, sprinkling the dust, and in fact, I think I actually have the sound clip here. Hold on a second. Yeah, I have the sound clip. This is Julian Assange. Intelligent evil dust uh, scattered everywhere like, like confetti in everything. Intelligent evil dust. And this is what she does in the video. There it is, sprinkling the dust. Intelligent evil dust uh, scattered everywhere like, like confetti in everything. In everything. Intelligent evil dust uh, scattered everywhere like, like confetti in everything. Look what you made us do. This is the same type of language that Taylor Swift used when she was in the golden cage and look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. She crashes the car. She has the, uh, the tiger. She's got the kitten head, the sex kitten mind control. Uh, it's all it, another masterclass. Look what you made me do the bathtub with the diamonds. Uh, and there's a lot more. We've analyzed that song before. So here it is one more time switching from in a mask, rocking my Celine. Celine's a designer clothing brand, but it's also the moon goddess. Let me go back. Masked up and I'm still in Celine. And then about 10 seconds later, we switch to the girl in the white dress in front of the moon. I'm a flower with venom. She does the Osirian hand pose, sprinkles the dust, and then puts the mask on. And then we switch to a hellish scene. The fire will slowly put you to sleep. So beautiful. It's brutal. She's in front of like a, she's in a frozen. This is interesting because this is actually very accurate uh, based on Dante's depiction of hell. Um, I think it's Canto 34 in uh, the Inferno. <clears throat> it's not so much an Inferno. It's actually an ice palace and the devil is frozen. So in this image here, um, they actually have hell as this fiery pit at first, but then they show it as an, uh, as more of like an icy cave. I don't know. I'm trying to see. It's hard to stop it right on that that little piece right here. A minute, 52 seconds. It has this like uh, compass looking uh, portal behind her when she's singing. I have to look more into that. It's kind of hard to see because it only flashes for a second. I don't think there's really any imagery in that, but it's interesting. And it's kind of ominous, kind of ominous. 
that has 150 million hits. Are you serious? <laughs> so it switches back from, it goes from the moon to hell. So it basically goes from Diana to Hecate. She's standing in front of a portal or a gateway. And then it switches back to Diana, the moon goddess with the mask on after she sprinkles the, the dust. And then it goes from there right into heaven. And they're singing this, that pink venom. They're in like more of a heavenly space that looks like it's been desecrated, which is interesting because that is the exact same theme that Billie Eilish uses in that song where she says, my Lucifer is lonely. I'm sure a, a young teenage girl wrote with, unless she grew up a Catholic, she wrote that um, uh, St. Pete, while well, St. Peter's away, St. Peter guards uh, the gates of heaven and earth. St. Peter's away. We will play basically talking about how they're going to, she's going to, they're going to raid heaven. And this is what this imagery basically shows here in this song, pink venom, where they're singing this pink venom to distract you from the desecration of, of heaven behind them. Yeah, 150 million hits, sure. And then more butt shaking. This woman's butt's actually hanging out. Somehow they convince people that that's empowering. That's astounding. It's a master class in psychology. So now they're going to they're switch back to hell. Okay, so that's where we're going to stop because they go back to hell and then it gets very dark and the language, the, the terminology changes and they say, I'll read it to you from the caption. Provoke us if you'd like. You can't handle it and you know this. Already spread, shot that potion, pink ocean right before your eyes. I don't know if I don't know about you, but think about that for a second. Already spread, shot that potion, pink ocean right before your eyes. Especially because Billie Eilish, she got famous wearing her you know pastel like colors, the pink and the blue, and she did that song Ocean Eyes, and then she referred back to the ocean in the song uh, where she was. She had the spiders crawling all over her, where she represented the demon Ball or Moloch, and uh, she had the spider actually crawl out of her mouth. Uh, that was a real spider, she said. Um, and she says that this kingdom is mine, this cold kingdom. I'm going to basically, it's a demon speaking through her. And that is the kind of imagery that we have here as well. Uh, ocean, ocean eyes. He says you fell for, the demon says you fell for these ocean eyes. You fell for the, 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 the kind look. Uh, and now you're worshiping, basically you're worshiping me. Uh, and they say in this song, pink ocean right before your eyes, shot that potion. Potion, poison, pink venom. Moderna shots had pink and black metallic substances in them. I mean, I don't know what else to call this. If it's a coincidence or if I'm crazy, so be it. But this is fascinating, and I hope that it's as intriguing to you as it is to me. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to The Secret Teachings contact the show to share information and your opinion or give recommendations email rdgable at yahoo.com visit the facebook page 
facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info this is linda godfrey author of monsters among us and you are listening to the secret teachings with ryan gable broadcasting from somewhere between heaven hell and purgatory it's the secret teachings on ground zero radio release the kraken you could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call out to the fallout back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. So I was looking into this band Black Pink a little bit more during the break, and I actually came across something very interesting. On Friday night's show, Name Aurelia, name of the show, I told you about a new HBO show called The Idol. It's an HBO series from The Weeknd, the singer of The Weeknd. We actually analyzed his Super Bowl halftime performance when he performed at the Super Bowl. And this TV show is interesting because it actually has uh, Anne Hesch supposedly in it. I assume they filmed that um, before she died for the first season. I'm not sure what her character was, if she was supposed to be reoccurring, but she was supposedly in the show. Uh, Anne Hesch is one of the, the people in the show. Uh, it's about a female pop singer who starts a romance with an enigmatic L.A. club owner who is the leader of a secret cult in Hollywood. According to Billboard.com, Jenny Ruby Jane 
one of the singers for Blackpink is promoting this new TV show called The Idol. Says Blackpink's Jenny Ruby Jane, let's loose on the latest teaser for the weekend's upcoming HBO series. In the sizzling new trailer, the K-pop singer enters the gutters of Hollywood as she goes clubbing alongside the Idol co-star Lily Rose Depp. Jenny is seen flashing a devilish smile while lounging in a sauna with Depp before the two whisk away in a convertible to a packed dance club. You can read more about that if you're interested in it. Uh, Filled with drugs and sex. That is Blackpink's Jenny Goes Clubbing and New Teaser for the Weekend's The Idol. And Hesh is in that TV show. If you missed our shows last week, I'd highly recommend you go back and listen to them. Along with the show we did with Clyde tonight, definitely want to go back and listen to that. So here is the Reuters article that I mentioned earlier. The Reuters article, what we know about Japan's contaminated Moderna COVID-19 vaccines. Black substances were spotted in syringes and a vial with pink substances found in another syringe. According to the Japanese health ministry, Moderna actually acknowledged it and said, yeah, they're in there. We know that's a particulate matter. It's okay. It's totally safe. But Japan said it's metallic. The black and pink substances were metallic. Well, Blackpink is the name of this South Korean K-pop band. They published a music video that has received 150 million views just over the last, what is this, the last uh, four days. And you go back and you look at some of their other stuff. Like, for example, Kill This Love is another song that pops up a lot. When you search for them on YouTube, Kill This Love, this came out three years ago. This is on their official page. And uh, three years, 1,645,944,701 views. That's a lot of views. And yet, most people never heard of this band. This song here, 150 million views in four days. Top of the charts. Number one trending for music. I'm going to play it for you, and I'm going to talk over it until about the two-and-a-half-minute or so mark, and then we'll slow it down and break down what we haven't discussed so far. I'm going to kind of recap the first two minutes here, and then we'll go from there. This is the song. I don't know if um, you think the same way I do. I don't know how this song has that many views and that many likes and how it's number one on the charts, but this is the song, VR Headsets, The Chanting, The Upside-Down Triangular Cage, the black robes, the fangs between the pyramid, the two pillars, the breaking through of the doorway, the woman in the red uh, dress waving a golden cage with a blue bird inside of it, the red rose in her hair. Then the woman walking on the glass, red hair in the Egyptian temple. She's Lilith in front of the black tree. She gives the black apple. And it cuts to the woman in a black dress, says, I'm a flower with venom. She's literally bathing in black goo, holding a heart beating with black goo. Back to the woman in the cage. The fire that'll slowly put you to sleep. And then we go to the chorus. Guess I just don't understand music nowadays. If I just make noise, ah, 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 uh, 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 it's like caveman. It's like a caveman. It's like the old Geico commercials. 
So now the, t- the, the the entirety of the scene changes. All right, that's the lyric right there. Masked up and still in Celine. They talk about chaos. They talk about the flower with the venom, which is the rose, the thorns. She says, masked up and I'm still in Celine. It's a designer clothing, right? And she has a hat on that looks like a crown, so... Celine, but Celine is also the moon goddess. She says lighting candles, masked up in Celine, and then it cuts. And it cuts to a woman in white, purity, doing the Osirian pose after a moment, and then she is in front of a giant moon, Celine, the moon goddess, non-coincidental. She sprinkles some dust on a tree and then puts a mask over her face so that she can breathe. It's not just a cloth mask. It's like a a mask with oxygen so she can breathe after she sprinkles this dust everywhere. And she's singing, I'm a flower with venom. Sprinkles the dust, puts the mask on. Then we're going to jump down into hell with the opposite of Diana, Hecate in hell, a frozen ice palace like Dante said in the Inferno, standing in front of a gateway, crossroads. And then we go to a desecrated image of Mount Olympus or heaven and then we go down into hell again and that's where we left off very progressive if I just do that for two hours will you guys pay me a bunch of money ah 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 ooh 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 eh eh like I just say my vowels a e i o u i e i o u i is that how we make music nowadays? Is that is that what it's all about? Just making like grunting noises? Jesus, there's, I mean, Jesus Christ. There's better dialogue and pornography. What the hell is going on in the music industry? This is what gets all the, the views and the attention. I mean, I don't listen to a lot of music. I listen to a lot of, I like hip hop music. I, li- I listen to the rapper Dax. Listen to that guy's music. He's talented. I'm not saying these girls aren't talented, but what is ah, ah, ooh, 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 ooh. It's, like, it's like a caveman or something. Jesus. So we're going to switch to hell now. They're going to switch us back to hell from heaven. The black and, uh, black and white switching is very common in these videos. It's almost, um, uh, it's almost like uh, could be seizure inducing even. So then it switches to this. We haven't discussed this. This is the last part of the song. Provoke us if you'd like. You can't handle it, and you know this. Already spread, shot that potion, pink ocean right before your eyes. So listen to that again. I won't talk over it. Pink ocean right before your eyes. Remember Billie Eilish or Elish, like the Enuma Elish on high, Billy, Bell, Ball, Bali. That is Moloch, Ball on high. I think we were probably one of the first, if not the first, radio show to break that down, what Billy Eilish's name meant. It means Ball on high. And then she does a video where she has the spiders crawling all over her. You should see me in a crown. Maybe I should just pull that up and play it for you. And the demon is speaking through her, saying that, um, 
He's going to basically take control of the world. He likes to hear people scream, people suffer, people in pain. And says, you fell for these ocean eyes. Remember, ocean eyes was that one of the original songs Billie Eilish produced that was popular. And she was looked like a normal girl, you know, kind of colorful imagery. And then she did the song when the party's over. She's in a white room in chains, looks depressed, drinks a cup of black goo, bleeds black goo. And the black goo takes over all the purity and the white. And then she becomes she transforms into what we know as Billie Eilish today. See me in a crown. Type that in. Look that up. And then look up. You can find it in my book, Occult Arcana, if you're interested in reading that. Occult Arcana is a massive compilation of material I put together. www.thesecretteachings.info is the only place you can find it to get a copy of it. And uh, if you go there and buy a copy, you scroll through it, you'll find images of uh, demons. I have a section on demonology. Uh, Colin DePlancy published the uh, Dictionary Infernal back in the late 1800s. Uh, it's been republished several times since then. But he has a depiction of the demon ball. And the demon ball wears a crown, has the legs of a spider, and it's literally this Billie Eilish image. And that she is Bill, Bell, Ball, Ball. That's why Billy in Stranger Things. That's why they use that name. So the demon is speaking through through her in this song. She's uh, got chains around her neck. Skip forward in this video a little bit. Let you hear some more of it. I like the way they scream. Spiders crawling on her. She puts on the crown, crosses on it. Spider crawls out of her mouth. And Ball, of course, wants, you know, his followers to bow to him. Yeah, this is, this is great for kids. I remember a friend of mine, he, um, uh, Joe Roop, some of you know Joe Roop, he said his son came into him, I came into his studio and asked him one night, he's like, Dad, there's something wrong with that Billie Eilish girl. <laughs> and I remember Joe um, called me and he was like, because I did a show on Billie Eilish, I called it the, the, it was the possession of Billie Eilish, the kidnapping of Billie Eilish, I called the show. And they said, I, th I think my son heard the show or something. I, I forget exactly what Joe said, but he said, my son came in and he's like, hey, you know, my, my son figured it out. There's something wrong with that girl. <laughs> there is something wrong with her. That's not just an image. That's there's something going on there. And that's the same kind of thing that we find in this pink venom video. And they mentioned the ocean. Now, now the reason they mentioned the ocean is probably because the ocean, if you, if you say the word ocean, say the word emotion, emotion, ocean. Now, what controls the ocean? We're told the moon, Selene, the goddess. Why does Isis hold the boat in her, I think it's her left hand. She holds the cistern in her right, which is like the Japanese uh, Amaterasu and the goddess rattles. And uh, then she has the boat in her left hand signifying the, the water. So the moon controls the water. It's emotions, oceans, emotions. 
the trident, the three points, the trinity controls the oceans. The song is three minutes and 13 seconds long. 13, regeneration, rebirth, Selene, the moon goddess. This is the moon, the moonth, the 28-day cycles, the menstrual cycle, the menses, the moonsees. It all has a, a similar origin. The moon, menstruation, childbirth, the number 13, the number three, the triune, the trinity, the ocean, the emotions, the controlling. That's like, you know, have the, the moon is, you know, uh, associated with uh, transformation into animals, the werewolf, and of course, violent criminal behavior. So there's a lot when we look at the moon, and there's a lot when we look at the ocean, emotion, and what all of this means subconsciously, what all of this means archetypically. And this is all just in a song that's supposed to be fun and poppy, and oh, it's much more than that. I'll let you listen to that again. Provoke us if you'd like. You can't handle this. Shot that potion, the pink and black. Now, right there, if you stop that video at two minutes and 35 seconds, you see a frozen butterfly. You couldn't get much more symbolic. You couldn't get much more uh, um, implicating. The butterfly is the soul. And they show it again. I'll just, I'll just make that sound. Are they trying to say ratatouille? Okay, so this is this is what I do for fun. <laughs> I listen to this and I'm like, okay, that's what they're saying. So what does mean? I don't know. Look it up and find it out. There's actually a song called La Ta Ta Ta. It's a Korean song. Uh, maybe it means something in Korean. So let's maybe we can find like a translator and see what it means. See, I, like I see some of this stuff. I don't have all the answers. So if you can figure out exactly what all this stuff means, I'd appreciate if you let me know if you can figure something else out that I'm missing. I can't find any translation in Korean to that. But there's another song called La Ta Ta. Um, South Korean girl group. Let's see, there's a meaning to this. This word. Oh, it means okay. It means damn it or holy s. I can't say that on air, but holy s. Um, and the quality of being impenetrable. I guess the slang is holy crap, and the literal meaning is being impenetrable nonsense word for the sake of the flow of a song. So about it's energy. So it's the flow of a song. So it's energy. So that's how they end the song. So what did they say before that for some context? Okay, let's see. Spread, shot the potion. Give me that smoke, all or nothing. And then the flow of the song. Flow, flow, flow. I bring the pain like energetic flow. That's translation I'm getting out of it. Then they're also, by the way, at the end of it, they're in like a garden. Now, I wonder if these four girls, talented girls, I mean, if they're actually singing 
uh, if they're not, if it's not like, you know, audio edited, if they're actually singing talented. I can't dance like that. I don't have an ass I can shake for millions of dollars. No one's going to pay me to do that. I can't, you know, pull my tits out and people aren't going to pay for that. But hey, if you got it, use it, right? So if you're one of these girls, yeah, you're talented. The singers and the backup dancers, everybody's talented. I mean, maybe not everybody in the industry, but a lot of people are talented. That's not the critique. The real question is, do these people even know what they're performing? Because the reality is in Hollywood, I know this is in South Korea, but in Hollywood, most of the popular songs are written by just a handful of people. Just a handful of people write all those songs. Billie Eilish ain't sitting down writing every single one of those songs and all the lyrics. And besides the industry, even if you write the song, they'll change the song. So you have a handful of people that are making this music. Do these singers and performers even know what they're singing and performing? Or is it as simple as popular or otherwise? People that are unpopular or that are trying to get famous, that are trying to get their music you know, looked at, they make music videos and they, they try to mimic what the industry already does. Some do the opposite, thinking that they'll be able to, you know, to make it that way. And then in the industry, you do what, uh, what the industry tells you. Well, this will make money if you do this. Cover your eye. Uh, we're going to have you dip your hand in black goo and you'll be holding a black heart or, or a heart that's covered in black goo. Um, we're going to put fangs on the side of this cage and then it's going gonna, it's gonna to look like a pyramid with two pillars and it just it looks cool. It's symmetrical and put you in a red dress with a mask and a red flower in your hair. We're going to do all we're going to release the song right after the name Aurelia Diana Festival. We're going to have a woman after we reference Celine, but it's a clothing brand. We're going to have a woman doing the Osirian pose in a white pure dress and she's going to be sitting in front of the moon. And they're just like, yeah, OK, that's that, that's good. Is that going to we're going to get uh, we're going to make money off that? Is that people going to watch that and l- listen to us? Oh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, 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 Jenny, Jenny's uh, one of the singers. Jenny's uh, she's going to do a promo for the idol. What's the idol? Oh, it's a TV show with Anne Hesch, who just died ritualistically after having her organs harvested and uh, having the plug pulled on August 14th, the day of the Diana goddess ritual in old ancient Rome. And uh, we're going to she's going to be Jenny's going to be promoting this show. It's about uh, basically the gutters of Hollywood is what they call it. A lot of sex and a lot of drugs and that's basically, you know, it's nothing, nothing uh, huge, but, you know, it's uh, it's a female pop singer starts a romance with an L.A. club owner who's the leader of a Hollywood secret cult society. Nothing strange there. I mean, it's I also like the fact that uh, Lily Rose Depp is in it. And just by the name. Lily Rose Depp Rose Depp, obviously your parents uh, parent Johnny Depp, who, you know, I don't, I don't know who her mother is off the top of my head, but Lily Rose Depp, Rose Depp. Yes. So that's the song. And I want to bring your attention to to a few other things here. I bring your attention to the and you've already heard uh, Clyde talk about it. And I was going to do a show on it, but I, I actually just decided against it. That that weird ritual that was uh, conducted back in early August, the opening ceremony of the Commonwealth Games. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, the Commonwealth Games, they had uh, Prince Charles drive his Austin Martin into the stadium. First of all, why people like these royal people, I don't understand. It makes me want to throw up, especially Americans. Why do Americans like these royal people? Screw Prince Charles and his, what, what did he call it, the, the war footing to fight climate change. And uh, Are you kidding me? People worship these people like gods. They're scum. 
but the uh, anyway, back to back to the ritual. Uh, they have uh, people that are uh, initially the the lights go red, and they have people that are holding their hands up to their head to make horns. And then as they're making the horns, they bring out uh, in chains. They've got chains attached to the nose piercing of this bull, a giant mechanical bull that women are pulling out in chains. Now, this is what uh, the official explanation was for the, for the bull. In the 19th century, women worked long hours in hot and cramped outhouses for hardly any pay making chains, which led to a famous strike for better conditions. Okay, that I don't know what that has to do with the... The games. I don't know what that has to do with the sporting event, but that's the explanation they gave. Uh, I guess it's kind of similar to the 2012 Olympic ceremony where they had that image of death supposed to be Voldemort over the kids in the beds, and they had the pyramid with the pillars and the people that were that were performing a, basically a, a death ritual, a child sacrifice to this thing. So they pull the bull out at these games, and uh, the bull gets really angry and starts coming after people, and then they pull up these pillars of light, these little things of light in the bull. They kneel before it or they sit before it, and the bull kind of is subdued, and then they start worshiping the bull. Now, obviously, a lot of people point to the uh, story of Moloch and the image of Moloch, the image of Moloch and uh, the story in the Bible, the verse in the Bible that I'm sure all of you are very aware of, Leviticus 18.21, you shall not give any of your children to devote them by fire to Moloch and so profane the name of your God. But I also think of another deity uh, that the Israelites, that the Jews were worshiping, and that is a bull god named Apis. Apis was a god of fertility and primordial power, and he later became associated with Ta. Ta was the creator god, creator god of Egypt who formed the world on a potter's wheel. He's also linked in part to Hathor. Hathor wears the horns on her head, which so does Isis. So, yes, it's a bull. Yes, it's, in a sense, Moloch or Baal. But the bull is also Apis, the golden idol that the Jews were worshiping. And Apis is directly connected to Hathor, or you could say Hathor is directly connected to Apis. Hathor is just a lower divinity of Isis. So, yes, they're worshiping the bull. Yes, it could be Baal. Yes, it could be Moloch, but it could also be Isis, which would make a lot of sense. If that bull is Isis, because she was represented like Hathor by the bull, like the horn, but by the horns, what you have here is beyond explanation and beyond comprehension. Let me explain what I mean by that. If you listen to our show Friday night, Name Aurelia, we told you some things that you may not have heard before, you may not have thought of before. I had a handful of listeners who said, hey, there are a lot of weird things with the Anhesh death, but there's a lot of weird things around the Anhesh death. For example, Indiana Congresswoman Jackie Walorski was killed with two staffers, three people in a high-profile car crash on August 3rd. Followed the next day by six people, that's double the amount, dying when a nurse named Nicole Linton crashed her Mercedes-Benz in Los Angeles near Windsor Hills. Remember, the Windsor, Saxe Coburg, Gotha, likely are behind the assassination of Princess Diana, who was killed in a Mercedes, just like Michael Hastings was, which Richard Clark says was a 
a, uh, an event consistent with a cyber car attack, which WikiLeaks later came out and said the CIA, which Hastings was investigating, the CIA certainly has the ability to hijack cars. Now people can just do it with their cell phones. Princess Diane was killed in the Mercedes, striking the 13th pillar of that tunnel. The Namorelia celebration, we told you, the washing of the hair, the putting of flowers into the hair, and the honoring of Diana in front of water, in front of torches. We see Anne Hesh with the red wig, flaming car explosion, girl in room 13, August 13th, the Namorelia festival, and then she has her organs harvested and she has the plug pulled on Sunday 14th. So literally Anne Hesh, who plays this mother, it's not a documentary, it's not about Jeffrey Epstein, but this mother looking for her daughter who had been kidnapped and taken into child human trafficking, human smuggling. She plays the, the Diana, Diana-like character, right? She plays this character of the mother who's concerned, that's the patron of children, the maidens, which is princess, goddess, lady, mother, Diana, Celine, the mother goddess, and all of her different various forms. Lady, goddess, princess, Diana, and mother goddess, Isis. They're all the same character. Isis is also the bull, and the bull is what was worshipped. The bull is what was honored. The bull is what was knelt to and bowed to at the opening of those Commonwealth Games. I want you to think about that for a second. The Commonwealth Games earlier this month, and now the three high-profile car crashes, the Namorelia Festival celebration, and then the release of this song, Pink Venom. Pink Venom, which is basically an homage to none other than Diana, or Hecate, whose day is the 31st, the anniversary of Princess Diana's death. Those games ended on August 8th, by the way, three days after Anne Hesh's car wreck. July 28th through August 8th, Commonwealth Games. Yes, Moloch, yes, Ball, but perhaps Isis. And it would make a lot of sense. This is the month of the moon, apparently, the month of Isis. We've had the three high-profile car wrecks. We've had the Commonwealth Games and the bull, Isis, Hathor. We've had the death of Anne Hesh, the harvesting of the organs, the three-day festival of Namorelia, and then we have the pink venom song worshiping the flower with venom which is the rose and the woman literally sitting in front of the moon after this girl gives a high level clothing brand a shout out but really what it is is she's masked up and in Celine light up a candle Celine the crown Celine that's the moon goddess and that is the secret teachings I'm Ryan Gable. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening. We might be doing more on this in the future because there's a lot of other music videos that have come out recently that warrant some analysis. That's what we do here on The Secret Teachings. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us at rdgable at yahoo.com. It's rdgable at yahoo.com. Find our website by searching www.thesecretteachings.info. You can find our archive there in my books. If you subscribe to the archive, you get access to the show without outside advertisements. You get the montages. You get digital copies of my books, including my new book. And you get access to the show early in the day, plus a private RSS feed. When you subscribe, when you buy a book, you keep us on there Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. TST underscore underscore radio. Follow us on Twitter. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. 
or any podcast radio player you listen to the show on. We're going to be picking random names and giving away a few books, digital and physical, over the next couple of months. So leave us a review and we will hopefully pick you and you could win a book. Just leave us a review. It's free. It doesn't take much time to do that on one of the radio podcast players. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and try to get this Pink Venom song out of your head like I'm going to go try to do. Tomorrow night, we should have a special guest on the broadcast. Stay tuned to find out who that is. And again, stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Broadcast.